Welcome back, friends, to the show that is all about friendship and connection. If you're new to Girls Just Want to Tell Stories, welcome. We are so happy you're here. Maybe you found us through Facebook or Instagram, or maybe it was Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or maybe a friend recommended this podcast to you. However it is you found us, thank you for being here today. We would love to have you subscribe so you never miss an episode or a story. It's January 19th, 2021, and this is Girls Just Want to Tell Stories, Episode 5. You're invited to join me and my longtime BFF and co-host, Katie Walters, as we share with you our special friendship traditions. I'm Janine Lombardi, and this is Girls Just Want to Tell Stories. Hey, it's Janine. And I'm Katie, and we're girls that just want to tell stories. And in this episode today, we're going to talk to you about the various types of traditions that you may have with your circle of friends and maybe have a couple of ideas of new things that you want to try. So in preparing for this episode today, just to kind of highlight what a tradition is, it's an inherited, established, or customary pattern of thought, action, or behavior. And a beautiful quote by Henry David Thoreau says, the language of friends is not words, but meanings. And I really like that, meanings. gives. That's a great quote. Start out telling us about some fun traditions that we have. Sure. And, you know, and, and we really felt it was important to kind of go down this path in this episode because I think people think of traditions. We're just coming off the holidays with their families. Like families have a lot of traditions. But when you really stop to think about it, there's a lot of traditions that people have in their friendships and rituals and things that they do uh, that are regular and reoccurring year after year or week after week. So we wanted to give you some um, stories around our traditions and um, also some ideas if, if you're looking to form traditions uh, with your circle of friends. So the first one that popped up in my mind, Katie, is the tradition that we started around this time of year. We're entering the year 2021 and um, we would be gathered around the holidays. Again, uh, our circle of friends that were did this particular tradition were from the same hometown. And even though several of us lived in other states at that point, we would tend to migrate back, right, north or yes. west or whichever direction um, for the holidays. And so we would get together and we started the tradition of writing predictions and placing those predictions about each other and things that might happen to us in our lives in a champagne bottle. And um and I think it might have even happened by accident. I mean, I don't remember. It was like a thought out thing. I feel like it was at the last minute, like, hey, let's do predictions for the new year. Use this bottle. And exactly. Yeah. No, I don't think there was. Any, it wasn't like someone read about it. And like, hey, let's do this thing. <laughs> right. You know, we probably just emptied five bottles of champagne and like, hey, let's use one for this, you know. And, right. And, and, you know, and often there were funny, you know, predictions that were inside the bottle and, and it would be the next time our group got together. So it might not have been exactly a year later. It was just the next time the five right. of us got together, we would open the bottle, which for me is one of the funny stories when we first tried to do it. And, you know, champagne bottles are pretty thick um, and we're out on the curb, like trying to smash the bottle with no luck. Like we were like, hmm, maybe we should have thought through this differently. Oh my God. And, you know, I don't remember that. Oh my gosh. And, and then I'm worried about, you know, cutting my hand, like smashing the bottle and somehow slicing my hand. Oh my gosh. Kind of so 
it was after several failed attempts that we get it open. And, you know, the, the act of kind of peeling the, unrolling the papers, cause you got to roll them up to stick them in there unrolling yep. them, and then reading, you know, what was on there. And, you know, they had, it was around thinking about the life stages we were in at, at an early point when we were doing this, it was maybe about when who was going to get married to whom, or who was going to maybe right. have, who's going to buy a house or who was going to move or get a different job. It was a lot of those <clears throat> things that happen in your late I, 20, 30s, right. you know. When we were talking about trying to recall what we would predict, and I, the only one that I remember is one of the gals in our circle would say that Katie and Joe moved back to California. I'm like, mm. she would say it every time. <laughs> that, was, that was not a prediction. She was practicing like the law of attraction there. She That's was right. Willing you guys to move back. And I, uh, you know, she's well, to let that go. Like she's still like, that's the, the yeah. hope. Yeah. Well, and you know, here's the other thing you're, you're relying on the host to keep the bottles in a safe, memorable place that you can, you know, go back and grab. I mean, I am certain there are bottles that we, you know, that are MIA that maybe someday will show up and we'll open up and read the predictions and have a good laugh. Yeah. So it's kind of the idea, almost um, a different maybe spin actually just came to my mind was the idea of like a time capsule, right? Where you- Oh, great idea. Where you take things at a particular moment in time that are meaningful, right? going back to that quote and, you know, put it in a, you know, a container or shoebox, whatever. And then at a point in time, you know, maybe it's a, a big birthday of the group, you know, if you're a similar age or whatever it could be, but the time capsule thing, I think. Oh, we're writing um, that one down. Yeah. That's got it. That's got to be a new tradition. I love that. Yeah. Well, um, spinning to another um, idea that we've done is, um, and you've seen it online, I'm sure, the recreating of the same photo. And we did that with just one image that I can recall. And um, the original image was, you know, you girls came to Montana Mm -hmm. and we went to Chico Hot Springs, which is this, you know, beautiful little spot in Prey, Montana in Paradise Valley. And if anybody has been there, you know, it's just a super special spot and uh, they have a saloon. So we were at the saloon and we were dancing and we happened to be outside. Now, it was summer in Montana, and we were in shorts, so yeah. no need for all of the layers. But we asked the security guard to take our picture. Do you remember? We, we sat on the I steps, do. and the security guard took our picture. And it was just, it's just such a beautiful moment. And we all yeah. were just happy and having fun and maybe a little sweaty from dancing in the saloon. And um, I believe that I took that photo with us when we went to another tradition is, you know, gathering for our birthdays. Um, And we were in the British Virgin Islands celebrating our 50th birthday. And we recreated that photo on the catamaran that we were on. So that's, those are great memories. And um, I hope that we can recreate that photo again someday. Yeah. And I know that you have some great um, traditions that, that you wanted to share with us as well. I do, but I want to tell you that picture so it was in a frame and out. It was one of my favorite because the way it wasn't, even though we asked the guy to take the picture, it wasn't posed in a way, especially now where people pose with their leg forward and their, you know, best side. Hand on hip. <laughs> you know, we were sitting, like I say, kind of sweaty. We were sitting on this step behind a saloon. It's a nice way to say it. Right? Yeah. 
And it was very, almost the posture and how we were sitting and leaning into each other um, was like when we were young, like how a group of teenagers might be sitting on the back porch of someone's home. So Mm. for me, there was this really nostalgic um, kind of uh, feeling from the picture that I love, which is why I, I kept it out. And then um, and then many years later, you took that photo and and gave it to us as a gift in a canvas, right, where someone had taken that and made it into a, a, a painting, a, a superimposed kind of thing. It was really cool. Right. And that's now hanging up. Um, and it's fun to look back on the memories and then to, to, like you say, recreate them in a new place at a new time. And um, it's a great tradition. Yeah. And yeah. it's fun. It's really fun. Yeah. We encourage our listeners to do that as well and share that with us. Yeah. On our you know Facebook and Instagram pages, we'd love to see your photo that you might cre- re- recreate with each other. Um, and then you, Katie, you mentioned the, our trips, which, you know, for a lot of uh, groups of friends, so our, our group and then other um, groups of friends that I um, have participated in this idea of gathering in a place together where you have this focused time to be with each other. That's not just a couple hours over a dinner or a phone call um, really can deepen friendships in a lot yes. of ways. And um, yes. we, we started, you know, like you said, often ours, because we were the same age, right. These years where it was the 40th or the 50th, we would, we would make a, a effort to do that and to, to go somewhere. And uh, even within those, kinds of trips, you know, you can set up your own rituals and traditions that you do and, and um, participate in together. Another group of girls that I had done some trips with as well, it started, it's interesting to look at when and why you might need these traditions, right? So this other particular group, they all had young children. And um, similarly, some people had moved out of state and their annual trip wasn't around somebody's birthday. It was just the one time a year where you leave the kids at home with yep. their um, parent, other parent and go and have a few days of girl time, literally. And so there's been a lot of talk about self-care during the pandemic and the need for that. But, you know, I, this is 20 years ago now when these started and when everyone had little kids and it was just an opportunity to say, hey, I need to step out of, of worrying about meals and carpool and, and just visit another city. We would choose every year as a different city, Nashville, Boston, you know, and and have a good time. And it's not being crazy. It was just, you know, oh. nice dinners and wine and sleeping in and yes. Right. So so what you get out of the traditions um is, you know, uh meaningful in terms of the relationship, but sometimes too, it's just great for your, your state of mind and your well-being. Well, the self-care, it's funny too, when you're with a group of moms, because we're all moms for the most part, um, there's been a few times where on trips, you know, one of a couple of the gals will disappear, like we'll be hanging at the pool, a couple of them will disappear. And then they'll come back a half hour later with like a beautiful tray of food and drinks. So it feels a little decadent, like you're being treated, you know, like you don't have to prepare the food, somebody else is going to do it for you. And it just like, those are the moments that I just reflect on that are just so, I mean, they're simple little touches, but you just feel so, so cared about. And um, I think our first trip tradition really began celebrating our 40th birthdays in a house in Sonoma. And that's the first time that we, I mean, we're just like in the same little county, 
Mm-hmm. And but we were just isolated in this great little space right inside the vineyards. I mean, it was just so wonderful. And um, you really do. It, there's just that time where you don't have to brush away. You really can just share some really intimate, you know, wonderful moments. And I remember we had bikes mm-hmm. and we biked to yeah. downtown Sonoma where we had dinner at the Eldorado um, kitchen. Fabulous. And just, I remember I have this vision in my head of after dinner and drinks, we're biking back and the sun had been setting. And I felt like this could be Italy. Yeah. Like this could be yeah. anywhere. I mean, it was just such a beautiful moment. I'll never forget it. Like just all of us in our fancy dresses on yeah. bicycles, biking back to the house in Sonoma. So, yeah. I mean, those are great memory. Yeah. They're just, they're just beautiful memories. I'm just so happy to have. Yeah. And sometimes if you're not out of your um, normal context, you're not going to go on that bike ride, right? You're not, maybe you'll meet the friend for dinner, but you're creating experiences like that um, when you're together on a, on a trip, trip, you know, really makes a difference. And we really thought, I think we're going to, we talked about doing a whole episode focused around traveling with friends, right? And the value of that. And so I think we're going to save some of our stories about the British Virgin Island trips, which is our 50th. That was just really both for both Katie and I, one of the best trips we've ever taken in our life. And, And that was large in part because of the people that we were with. Right. It was an amazing yes. setting, but it, it's because of who we were with. And um, well, so- I, and you know, the other piece too is just what I talked about. Somebody cooked and prepared beautiful, fabulous meals for us. We didn't have to touch the kitchen. Right. And we were really just with each other, no outside influences. It was private. I mean, we just had such beautiful quality time together. I know I keep yeah. saying the word beautiful, but yeah. that's, um, hey, that's what kind of keeps coming up it. in my head. Yeah, it keeps coming up. Yeah. And then I, I wanted to share um, one of my favorite traditions isn't my own. It happens to be my mom's. And she, uh, in her early years, took up tennis when my sister and I were younger and just played competitively forever and ever. And she started with a group of friends that she met playing tennis. And they have this tradition of going to Palm Springs every the end of January every year. This will be their 38th year. Oh my gosh. Going there and playing tennis together. And they literally them. the same condo place. So the same with the same owner, which is just amazing. That's been that many years. And, you know, they still play tennis. Now, some of them have can't play tennis like they used to. Some of them have taken up golf, but the, the tradition of going together and they are, so this is so important to them. And, and, you know, you figure through almost four decades, they have um, had their own, all the trials and tribulations of life, right? They've had their children, their grown children get married. They've had grandchildren. They've had spouses die. They've had friends from the group move away. Um, but even those that have moved away, try to come out for the trip. And um, That's in the great. middle of this pandemic, which is raging right now, um, they are trying to figure out how to safely gather, right? To get tested and to, um, you know, they'll, do what they can to follow the protocols in this state to actually be able to do it. It may not happen. And it would be tragic, just like, you know, the Rose Bowl got canceled. Like these, that's a tradition that a lot of people were um, saddened, but you know, it it couldn't happen. And and I'm hopeful for my mom and her friends that they get to go. Um, But that, and it's interesting how someone else's traditions can, um, just be a positive influence over the years. I would occasionally pop in for a night or a meal with, um, cause that was just a couple hours from where I lived and get to, you know, be in their circle for a few hours. Sure. And, and I was like a little special guest and, and, um, <laughs> 
<laughs> it was just neat again for me yes. to see my mom acting as a friend, right? Being part of the group um, and not just being my parent, which, you know, right. no how old you get, your parent is your parent, even though, you know, um, you, you can, there's a, a different kind of friendship that can come as you get older with your parent as well. Well, and also it doesn't matter how old you are. Friendships are still so important and such an integral part of your life and your health and your, you know, spiritual well-being and everything, you know, it's just really, I mean, it's what we need. Exactly. And that's why we, so we hope just in our stories today, you picked up maybe a couple ideas with the um, champagne bottle or the time capsule kind of concept or um, having the tradition of a trip. And we wanted to share just a couple original ideas as well. Um, So Katie, why don't you talk to us about the the idea of how music can be a tradition for friends? Yes. So I, I, in, you know, doing some research, I saw that, you know, creating an annual playlist where everyone can add their favorite songs of the year. And so you label it 2021. And I think we should do this and everybody can add their music and maybe a note. So as you listen to it, you know, throughout the years, you'll think, oh yeah, I remember that great song. In fact, from our 50th trip, I don't remember specifically the song, but there was a song that was playing on when we were on the boat that you, that has kind of, you know, like now, whenever we hear that song, it reminds us, it connects us back to that trip. So, I mean, it's kind of a dual purpose here. So I think that that's one that will be really um, fun for us. And I also thought, you know what, we really need to do one for the eighties. We need to do a music playlist, the best songs that we enjoyed from the eighties, since that's where our circle really began. I think that'll be fun. Jack and Diane, John Cougar Mellencamp is going to be my number one entry on that list. Amen, sister. Yeah, yeah. it is. I mean, amazing how a song can just bring you back to a moment that was, you know, even 40 years ago. Oh my gosh. Um, Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Which which is why I love all of the streaming services like Spotify and, you know, Pandora, where you can, you can have access to whatever music you want in the moment including all the music that was important to us when we were growing up and in our earlier years that at the time, man, you could pretty much only hear it if it was on the radio or if you had the, you know, eight bucks to buy the cassette or whatever it was back then. (laughs) That was a lot of money. Yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, talk to us about this other idea that we saw that I think is perfect for, especially since our group is, you know, we're long distance. Yeah. And a lot of, you know, people, you know, we're attached to our phones but we're not always like on the phone talking to people. So you can really use the text feature in a way that is quick and convenient to connect. Um, And this idea of round, it's called give me five, where you can check in with each other. And if I, you know, send to you, give me five, it means I'm asking what are the five most important things that are going on for you right now. And that can really tune me in. I know um, your stepson, Kyle just had his birthday. You might put, you know, celebrating Kyle's birthday. You might put, you know, something that's happening at work. You might put something going on with Rocco, whatever. Um, But it's so in the moment, because sometimes if weeks pass, um, you know, uh, I mean, heck, you recently had some, you know, uh, surgery on your mouth, like, ouch. (laughs) But if I maybe hadn't known that, you know, I couldn't, you know, check in with you on it either. So if that was something going on, then I'm like, oh, hey man, how's that going? Are you able to, you know, are you recovering? That sort of thing. So it could be whatever. So this idea of give me, give me five. And there are lots of tweaks you could do on that too, right? You know, just having a prompt, you know, even like, what's the funniest thing that happened this week, you know, and, and you don't even have to 
at a point, write that out. You could send some funny face emoji. When I send that emoji to you, you know, you're going to give me your funny story of the week. Oh, I like that. You know, yeah. I feel like every time we do talk, we kind of like, oh my gosh, I got to tell you this funny thing that happened. And right now that kind of levity and, um, we need to be smiling, right? There's a lot still happening yes. in this country that is it's very heavy right now, stressful, stressful. And so we can help each other, you know, friends can help each other laugh in that way. And, um, and then you and I were talking about, I haven't experienced it, but I've heard other people talk about, there's different apps that actually encourage, you know, um, friends to, to connect. Um, one is called Marco Polo, if that's still out there. And it, it just allows you to kind of ping each other in a, in a quick moment. So, you know, you might not have even five minutes for a phone conversation, but you might have five seconds. Um, and just right. the other one that I know, um, you, you play is that words with friends. So it's even sometimes the, yep. the games can be a tradition or a ritual, you know, maybe it's every Sunday afternoon. Uh, in fact, it's so funny because, so John has a, uh, something that he does with friends. It's this game, but it's it's not on an app. It's not on the computer. It's literally, he has dice and a board and his friends who are in other parts of the country have their board and their dice and they play this baseball game somehow. They When you roll a certain roll, you get a single and they're actually playing a baseball game without, you know. Oh my gosh. Together, right? How funny is that? And that Good is for them. I know. And that is something they did when they were kids. Right. And then oh, see, John has a tradition. Does. And it came back when we were, everybody was kind of in lockdown. It kind of, you know, came up as a way to, you know, play together in a, in a way, play, you know, have some interaction without physically being, being together. So I, I thought that was I kind love of that. Too. Um, I want to loop back to one thing because um, it was a tough week for our nation. Mm-hmm. And when I was doing some notes for this podcast and thinking about our recreating our photo, the mm-hmm. original one that was at Chico Hot Springs, for anybody that's feeling anxious and just needs to take a deep breath, go to ChicoHotSprings.com and watch the video on the homepage. It shows this remarkable place and it the, the video is so calming and soothing. I just watched it this morning and I thought, oh my gosh, our listeners need to watch this. It's just so beautiful and relaxing and calming and just kind of brings you back to center. You know, and our, and during times like this, your friends can be the ones that you turn to, to just listen for you to kind of let whatever emotions you're having come out or to, in some cases, give a different perspective, whatever it is. Sure. But maybe more and, than- and mostly a judgment-free zone too. Like yes. it needs to be people that you really feel like you can say, you know what? I really don't understand what's happening. What do you think? This is what I right. think. Yeah, I yeah. agree. It really yeah. is. Um, you need to talk it out. Right. So I think, you know, if you haven't reached out to someone um, and you're still feeling, you know, some of the confusion and like you said, Katie, heaviness around what's happening, you know, it's a good time. It's a good time to pick yeah. up the phone and actually talk to somebody. Yes, I agree. To do that. I agree. Yeah. And, you know, with our theme today around traditions, we, um, we're going to start looking to, you know, hoping to hear from you guys on our Facebook and Instagram pages. And we'd love to know what traditions you might have with your friends. And we can mention them in future episodes. And what we want to do is encourage you to think about what are things that maybe were traditions that might have fallen off, right? You could kind of resurrect them and start them up again, or maybe there are new traditions you want to try, um, suggest to a friend or a group of friends that you can 
um, then have ongoing and, you know, maybe 10, 20 years from now, you're telling stories to your kids about, hey, we started this great tradition. So that's really our call to action in this episode is think about what are the ways that you can um, over time in, an, in a repeated kind of way, connect with your, your group of friends in a meaningful way. Because like that quote was yes. saying, friendship isn't about words, it's about meaning. Yes. All right, friends, there you have it. You can find us, Girls Just Want to Tell Stories, wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. We hope you'll join us on this journey and share it with anyone who might find friendship and community within these stories. Thank you for listening, and thank you for being our friend. Thank you.